Welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast. My name is Raquel and I'm your host. Today's episode is titled, I Took God's Blessings for Granted. Um, this week has been, fuck, not even this week. Uh-huh. It's been real hard for me these past couple of months. Um, it's been real hard for me to be encouraging to others. It's been very difficult for me to honestly use the tools that I bring to the platform and put them in my own life. So I did need to figure some stuff out and realign. I realized I had some childhood traumas that is affecting my day-to-day, my career, um, and my relationships. Just so many different things that I thought that I was in a place where um, I had kind of gotten over those hurdles that I I felt that I was in a place in my life where those things weren't triggering to me. And I realized that, you know, I still got a lot of work to do. And I've said this before, um, finding your purpose. And I think that's a lifelong journey that we continue to do, mainly because our purpose isn't just set on one thing. Um, But doing that, we also have to figure out the root cause of our pains, the root cause of our triggers. And I really, I'm going to try not to get emotional on this episode, y'all, because I'm tired of crying. But um, I have just been in a place where people are triggering. Um, My mom triggered me the other day. And, um, but I also have gotten in a place where I, I'm learning the lessons that I think maybe God wants me to learn. And it's hard for me to say that right now because I'm so, I'm so on the fence about everything. I'm so unsure about everything and I'm so doubtful about even myself, um, transitioning into, a new career and transitioning into a not a new field but a new lane in my career. Um, I've been tested. I've been tried. Um, I feel like I don't belong. I've asked God, like, why have you put me in this situation? Put me in this this predicament? And you knew I was going to feel like this. Like you knew I would be here distraught. And um, you know, it started off when I took an opportunity, and I felt like the opportunity would be best for my career. Um, and it wasn't about pay. I actually turned down a higher-paying job that, if you go back to a few episodes um, back, that I just felt like the the culture wasn't what I needed to be around. And it's so funny because where I am now, the culture isn't what I need to be around. Um, just a little backstory. So. I started a job, had a had a hoodie on in one of the meetings. Uh, somebody messaged the director and was like, what did you hire? And from there, that was a trigger. Because I've always been told in my life, like I remember working at Wells Fargo and the manager, I, I think I was in an abusive relationship at the time. And I had just come to work after having a fight with my ex-boyfriend then and, you know, we tore each other down and um, I was bruised. Um, I walked into work and I was, you know, 
bruised up and no makeup on and um, just, you know, feeling what I had went through, right? My manager tells me without context of why I came to work, um, you know, never come to work again like this. You know, whatever you got going on at home, you make sure you show up here. And that was something that solidified my appearance. I always felt like I had to wear makeup. I always felt like I had to show up a certain type of way, which led me not to love the skin that I was in. And, you know, even... <clears throat> Give me a second. Even as a child in high school or whatever, I always had like issues with, um, for instance, my dad's wife uh, told me that I would never be anything in life. Said a lot of things that um, a 13 year old shouldn't hear, right? And I'm gonna get to the point, just bear with me. Um, so, you know, knowing that people have their own opinions about you, knowing that people will judge you, even as a 13-year-old child, like an adult would do that, you know, that carried with me. So throughout my life, a lot of the times, I've always cared about what other people think. I've always cared um, if I looked a certain way or if I presented myself a certain way. And I didn't realize, excuse me, I didn't realize how, how much that followed me throughout my life. And um, in this current position, you know, I don't talk to many people. I mean, I come on here and talk to y'all, but um, I don't talk to many people in my personal life. And when I go through stuff, I uh, mainly talk to my mom or my sister or my wife, right? And I don't know if it's because of the the company that I'm working for, you know, but I reached out to my mom and my mom was just like, you know, you should you should stop creating these narratives um based off of one incident and now you are continuously feeling as if you know, they're piling on you or they're pointing you out or what, whatever the situation is. And she told me, you know, you need to stop thinking. You need to stop worrying about what other people think. And she said some other stuff that I'll probably touch on in another episode, just not ready to touch now. But in that moment, that triggered me because as an adult, I don't think she realized how much my childhood has affected me, how much I've carried um, into my relationships, into my career. And um, it's just been very hard to truly be myself in certain settings. And knowing that possibly somebody won't accept me for who I am. And the title of this uh, podcast today or this episode today is, you know, I took God's blessings for granted because, as you guys know, I work multiple jobs. And I have, I have jobs that appreciate me, appreciate me for what I bring to the table, 
appreciate me for my talent, appreciate me for my skill set. And I was so honed on, you got to have more than one income. You got to make sure that you got this. And, you know, not really even, even though I said I was focused on, you know, my career journey and where I'm going to go. But if I'm really just focusing on the dollar and making sure that, you know, I'm safe, one, I'm not trusting God that he's going to provide. He, I know that he provided me with these jobs, but I'm not, I'm overworking myself because I don't feel, I, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent putting my faith in him or my trust in him. And we do these things unknowingly. We don't, I, I feel like a lot of the times we don't do it to, you know, say to God, oh, I don't trust you. It's just like, for me, I prepare for the worst. Um, I'll jump ship before somebody can tell me you're fired or, you know, I, I'm, when they say fight or flight, I used to be a fighter. I used to, you know, fight hands down, but as my old age, as I continue to grow and mature, and I feel like that's a, a caveat to that. Cause like I'm growing and maturing, but I'm still doing immature things by running away from my situations. Um, so I say all that to say that I allowed myself to get into a situation where I feel like God opened this door for me. I This is what I think, and I still have to pray on it and ask him, is this what it is? Because when I tell you I'm this close from putting in a two weeks notice, it's close. Um, I feel like God is showing me that it's not about the doors that I can open for you. It's not about if you have the skill set or if you're talented or if you're worthy of this journey in your life or this career. It's about if you're ready. And um, and also, do you appreciate what I've already blessed you with? And I can honestly say that I haven't been a good steward of what he's blessed me with in that aspect. I haven't appreciated who has appreciated me when it comes to my career um, because I've been chasing the dollar. I've been trying to make sure that, you know, bills are paid, trying to make sure that I stay on top of everything and really putting more on myself that I can truly bear. And, um, I am a person who I what is it um what's the word I down talk myself way more than probably anybody else you know that I may or may not come across um I will tell myself like girl why did you do that I will harp my subconscious will beat me down about something that I did and it will tear me apart so even though I feel like I, I see the lesson that God is trying to show me, I still feel like I had this spirit of being ungrateful. And because I have so much to be grateful for, because I have a family and beautiful son and a beautiful wife and just so many great things that are going on in my life, Somehow I still found 
the audacity <laughs> to be ungrateful. And um, and I say ungrateful spirit because I know that I'm not an ungrateful person. But sometimes when we're moving in life and we're, we're doing things, we almost forget that the reason why we have these things is because God has blessed us with them. And God has opened doors that no man can close. Heck, no man can open either. And um, I lost track and lost sight of him guiding me. Um, I'm mentally stressed, physically stressed. Um, I am... I'm not in a good place right now. And uh, I hate to even come on here and, and share this with you guys because I want this, I want this space to be an uplifting space. I want to be able to encourage, but I also have to realize that just because I'm in a space where I want to uplift and encourage people that sometimes I, I need to be uplifted and encouraged too. And I need to do it for myself. I need to be able to pour back into me just like I pour back into others. And just like I come on here and tell y'all. And like I said, like, I just feel, um, I feel like I was just in a space, in a space where I was just taking all my blessings for granted and not really really looking at the bigger picture of, you know, why did God place me here? Um, what is the lesson to learn? And, you know, with, with life being the way it is, and I think life is life and for everybody, and with the cost of living, with trying to find a job, because that's super hard, um, just forgetting that at the end of the day that he has us. He, he loves us, and he is... He will get us through it. And even with me saying it now, I'm still like, when? In the back of my head, I'm saying, when? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen for me? Because right now, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm being guided. I feel like, I feel like somewhere down the line or down the path of me following God's footsteps, that his footsteps faded away. And I'm just, I'm truly lost. I'm truly in a space where I'm trying to figure myself out. And um, I feel like in a way that the devil attacks people. Sometimes our circumstances and mentally where we are, we help him. We help him get the job done. We help him take the necessary steps to fuck up our whole world, essentially. And um, I feel like my relationships have been attacked, marriage, family, and you know now my career. And, you know, right now for me, these are major pieces in my life. Like, if I don't have my marriage, then what? If I don't have my career, then what? If I don't have my family, then what? And I'm hearing God tell me, or I'm hearing um, God say, you'll have me. And it's hard to feel that when 
you feel like, how could he say that when I've been so ungrateful with the things that he has blessed me with? How can you still love me? And how can you still say that I will have you no matter if I don't have anything else when I've been not the best, you know, godly child or, you know, I've had my shortcomings and I just want to get back to a space in a place where um, I feel I feel a sense of peace. And I told my wife, I think in December, I was like, you know, things have been going real well with us. You know, things has peace. Our life has been peaceful. Um, but I feel like a storm is coming. And I don't know if that's my, you know, discernment, my intuition, whatever it was. But Lord behold, it has been. It's been a storm. I, and I would say that, you know, God has given me the strength to keep going. Uh, I saw a scripture on Instagram, Proverbs 15, 1. And that scripture actually helped me when I was, uh, <laughs> me and my manager had kind of had exchange words and I did not respond the correct way which if I probably don't put in my two weeks notice, they're probably going to fire me. Um, and, and you see, you see, like, if God put me there, then, you know, who cares if they do or don't? Like, he, can, he has the last say. But that's my point. Like, I got to get mentally right back right with my faith. Um, where is my Bible app? So I can read y'all this scripture. All right. So. Proverbs 15. One. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness is in break. But perverseness, perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instructions, but he who receives correction is prudent. In the house of the righteous, there is much treasure. But in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. The sacrifice of the, of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who follows righteousness. Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way. And he who hates correction will die. I'm going to stop there. Um, and that was Proverbs 15, 1 through 11, actually. Um, 
And that scripture came to me because in the sense of me retaliating with such aggression, such irritation, being irritable with my manager and really just on the defense because of our prior encounters. And honestly, I've been having issues with my manager every week. Every week we have some type of um, miscommunication or um, I don't receive her words very well. I don't like the way she communicates. I don't like the way she talks. Um, I just don't like the culture, honestly. I don't. These are the things that I don't. But what I do know is, is that the position would offer me more knowledge in my career and could possibly put me in the best place once I graduate. But <laughs> I'm trying to find, I'm trying to understand and, and accept that God put me here for a reason. Or, like I said, maybe the lesson was for me to realize that I have great jobs, aside from this one, I have great jobs and that I've been working for these companies and they have done nothing but accept me for who I am, accepted my talents, accepted, I, I don't have to go to work made up all the time. Granted, be presentable, but as far as like doing my makeup and, you know, being condemned from wearing a hoodie, no, like, and I know that sounds small, but again, those triggers from childhood, from you know, previous employers, it just opens up a, a wound to something completely different and makes it way bigger than what it actually is. And then also being told that somebody messaged my director and said, what did you hire? Mind you, y'all, all, all I had was on a hoodie, a hoodie and no makeup. And I didn't know that, the, um, that when I came back to work, because I had a doctor's appointment that day, that we had a meeting that was with other departments. Mind you, I am new. So I would assume that you would prep me for any type of, you know, meeting that's on the schedule. Or you would tell me, hey, you know, if it's not a, a meeting with just our department, make sure that you come presentable, you come ready. Um, and it just it just wasn't that. And I don't know if it's because they 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 don't have like standardized training material. Um or I don't know. I don't know what the case is. But like I said, it triggered me. And that wound that I thought was healed, that wound that I thought that I had come to terms with, that I was better than what other people said about me in my past, it's still there. I am still affected by the things that happened to me. I am still affected by the, the words that people have said to me. And I just want to say to those people who have really said things to me that, that they don't realize the toll that you put on me, shame on you. Shame on you because I know I'm a good person. I know I'm not perfect and I know that I have my faults, but I'm a good person. I am not, you know, the most holiest person, but I love God. I want a relationship with him. And I try to do right by people. So knowing all of these things about me and even 
I say them out loud, but sometimes I don't even believe in myself. It just hurts to continue to be in this cycle of trying to accept or trying to love me for who I am, you know? And I just want, I want anybody who watches this and, you know, you're going through something and you're just not feeling like, you're not feeling like you're hearing God or you're not feeling like your journey is being touched by him or whatever the case may be. Just know that you're not by yourself. I don't have the answers to get you through this because I'm still trying to figure out my own answers. But what I do know is that turning back to him, even if you got to keep asking him the same thing every day, even if you got to keep writing the same prayer or writing your journal and asking why and asking why, keep keep asking. Don't stop going to God and asking because eventually you will hear him and he will give you the discernment that you need to make the best decision. And I say this and I'm hoping that it resonates with me and that I can go into this new week with a better mindset. I can go into this new week um, positive. I have not waken up in the mornings feeling great. Um, I'm back in therapy. I have a, a therapist appointment on um, the 28th. And it's time to, I don't even want to start with, with what's going on now. I need to go back. I got to go back to my childhood and figure out how can I, how can I forgive myself and the people from back then? So that way, when I move forward, I'm not triggered by these things. I'm exhausted, y'all. I'm tired. I'm tired of allowing childhood trauma to mess up what I have going on or to trigger me. And if you if you suffer from like anxiety, depression, or any mental health um, issues, then for us, we don't we don't get these type of triggers and they go away instantly. These type of triggers linger, and it may happen at work. Then it lingers into you know your home, and then it lingers into other relationships. And I. I have just, I am just a triggered one. I'm triggered, y'all. I don't know how else to put it. I'm just, um, I'm trying to keep fighting. And, oh, one one uh, song that I saw on, I wish I could play it. One song that I saw on uh, TikTok, it's called Unsteady by Ambassador X. I think that's his name. And when I say the words, um the feeling, I just felt every bit of what he sang in that song. And I just wish, I wish somebody understood me, like really understood me. I was, and and, and I, I say this like outside of my wife, because sometimes like I think that her understanding is biased. So I have to ask somebody else, like, what you think? And I have to also get out of that. I am one person who will always, because I have always dealt with 
what other people think of me, my first thing is, what you think I'm doing? What you think about me? I want to ask that all the time. I really want to know the truth. Knowing that if it's anything negative, it's going to mentally, I'm going to be harping on that probably for the next couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, I am really trying to stay grounded in my faith. I'm really trying to accept and appreciate everything God has blessed me with, mainly when it comes to my career, because um, I have I have amazing jobs, y'all. And anybody, if I, like, told people what I do and, you know, the things that I've been blessed with through my employers, they would be like, girl, what are you doing? Why are you even worried about it? Why are you stressed? And and that's where I'm getting to a point to where I'm just like, it's not about the dollar anymore. I want to be where I'm appreciated. I want to be where I'm seen and I'm heard. And no matter the company, no matter the dollar amount, and granted, I'm it ain't that much more. I don't want to be around people who judge me off of a mistake, one mistake. I didn't, I've dealt with that enough. I've dealt with my peers judging me. I've dealt with people who I thought were my friends that wasn't my friends judging me. Hell, I've dealt with family judging me. I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. I've dealt with it enough, and I'm not – I'm not – um. I don't think mentally I'm in a place to where I I can navigate that without being triggered, which is why I'm going back to therapy. So if you um, are feeling any way that I am feeling and you have access to health care or you have the funds to pay for a therapist, go to go to therapy. Talk to somebody. Sometimes writing in our journal and talking to ourselves or talking to people that we know is not helpful. Um, Sometimes we need a different perspective. And one thing, uh, one thing I read in Tabitha's Brown, Tabitha Brown's book, Feeding, uh, Feeding My Soul, is uh, her one of the chapters is called Strong and Wrong. And she said, "You're entitled to feel how you feel, but that don't mean that you're right." And um, I have to really be able to understand that and digest that and accept that even though I may feel something and how I'm going to perceive it is that even though I may feel something, that my reaction does not have to be based off of how I feel. I need to get to a point to where... I can I can feel something and be emotional about it, but I don't react emotionally. And I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I want to be, and I think a lot of times we're down on ourselves because we want to be this amazing type of person. Like we have an idea of the person that we want to be. And then we set these expectations, and when we don't meet them, it's like you're a complete failure, at least within my case. And I need to get to a point where that those expectations of myself are not fair to put on me. Like I'm not saying don't be the best version of me, but 
when you put expectations on yourself so high or so much that you feel like you can't, you have no room to fail or to make a mistake, that's when the problem comes in. That's when depression, anxiety sinks in. And that's when the fight or flight takes place. So I am, um, I'm grateful to be able to share this with you guys. Um, I'm grateful to have a space to feel safe to share at least a little bit of something until, until this is my full-time job. I can only give y'all so much. <laughs> um, but I appreciate all the love and support. I appreciate you guys tuning in to the Let's Talk About a Podcast with Raquel and just genuinely commenting and understanding where I'm coming from and resonating with each and every episode that I put out or each and every short clip that I put out. I thank you and I appreciate you. And um, don't forget to stream the Let's Talk About a Podcast on all streaming platforms. I am going to close this out in prayer and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be here today. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my testimony and to share my story. Lord God, I ask that you touch each and every person that is watching this episode, that you continue to allow them to hear you, that you continue to allow them to seek you, Lord God, that they continue to seek you and request clarity in their circumstances, Father. I pray that you cover them with a hedge of protection in their careers, in their family, in their relationships, Lord God. I pray that they learn from my mistakes and that they seek you first before making any moves, Lord God. I pray over this podcast, Father. I pray that my story and my testimony has resonated with someone and has touched someone because I know that you brought me here for a reason. And I say sorry, Lord. I, I am sorry, for any shortcomings in my faith that I've had. I'm sorry for any doubts or worry that I felt because I know that you place words on my heart. I know that you get me through my day and I know that everything that I have is because of you. I know that you have put strength in me to get through my days, my toughest days, Lord God. But you have blessed me, you have continued to love me, and you continue to speak to me. And I just thank you, Father. I pray that you continue to speak to each and every person that watches this podcast. And who doesn't, Lord God? This world needs you more each and every day. And we, we need to crave your presence, Lord. We need to want to be close to you, Father. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for loving all of us through all of our mistakes, Lord. I thank you for loving us through all of our traumas. I thank you for covering us and holding us and just letting us know that we are beautifully and wonderfully made. I pray that the upcoming week we have the tools to be able to deal with any circumstances that come our way, that we speak softly, that we speak with purity, that we do not Speak with anger, irritability, or being anxious or doubtful or worried, Lord God. Remove those feelings. Remove anything that is not of you. And we send the devil back to the pits of hell, Lord God, because he is shaking things up. But we know that you have the last say, Father. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus, Lord. I know that you love us. I know that you are covering us, Father. 
And I pray that each and every person watching this episode and who is not continues to seek God. Because at the end of it all, he is He is who is going to get us through it. I love each and every one of you. I'm learning to love each and every one of you. And I just thank you so much for providing the space for me to connect with your children. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk About It podcast with Raquel. And I hope the next episode I have better news to share. But thank you. I'll see y'all next time.